Yes, yes, yes. You already know what it is. This is The Styles Files. I am your host, as always, Alan Styles, and welcome to the best 20 to 60 minutes of your day. You know, I got to apologize every time I miss a week. You know, I feel really bad, but as I said, going into the summer, everybody's got a lot going on, so <clears throat> I'm trying to continue to hop on here as much as I can, but you know, in order to have these stories that I say on the podcast, sometimes I have to be gone. You know, it's just the way of the world. So thank you for hanging tough with me and thank you for tuning back in. If this is your first time, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And if you've been listening, if you're day one, thank you for supporting for the last year. Yes, it's been over a year since the Styles Files has started. It's been great, man. You know, got to talk to a lot of cool people and just want to keep this thing rolling and keep growing. Uh, so let's get into it. You know, as I said, the last time I, I did an episode, sports-wise, we know there's not too much going on. I'll get into the Giants a little bit and, you know, their uh, hot streak that they've been on and kind of their next steps. Trade deadline, I believe, has passed and Bumgarner is still a Giant. So um, we'll see you know, how that turns out, if, if that was the, the right move or not. But we'll, we'll get into that. But mostly, you know, I got a lot of things on my mind that I am ready to unload on. Um, not so much. I don't even have time to kind of, um, you know, preview them. We're just going to get right into it. And we are going to end with the segment that I haven't done in a while. Uh, the fan favorite, please stop. And boy, do I have some things that need to stop. Okay. Let's get it popping. Okay, so first of all, um, you know, I was at work and I had a coworker come up to me, come over to me, and he really was just asking about, um, you know, something about work. So he happened to see that I have the Bose SoundSport um, wireless headphones, and he asked me, you know, if you look at it, um, the rubber on the outside is kind of broken off. So he asked me, he said, hey, you know, what happened to your headphones? Why did they do that? I, I said, I don't know. You know, I've had them for over a year. I just thought it was kind of wear and tear. He said, no, man, you know, I've had mine for the same amount of time. Let me go grab them. So he grabs his headphones, brings them over, and his headphones are clearly like thinner than mine. And he's like, hey, man, um, you know, I don't want to scare you, but there was a whole thing about this as far as the battery expanding and, um, you know, there being like an issue with lithium and your headphones could possibly explode at any moment. I was like, okay, um, yeah, I should probably get a new pair. So I go to the Westfield mall in San Francisco, the Bose, the Bose store is all the way on the top floor. So I get all the way up there, uh, have my Apple watch on. So I'm getting my steps in, Get up there, and of course, you know, they basically say, hey, did you buy this at a Bose store? Knowing that my dad got it for me, I know for a fact he did not get it from a Bose store. It's probably from, um, you know, one of those channels that you pay the, you know, the, you dial the number and then you buy from there. Yes, he still uses them. Or one of his random websites. Point is, I knew he did not get them from the Bose store. So I said, no, I, you know, they were a gift. And now they say that I have to, I can go back and they can mail it for me. The problem was I got there after five. So why they couldn't hold on to them and do them in the morning, I don't know. Um, or do it myself. So long story short, it's been two weeks and I haven't sent anything in. 
but I'm getting really close because I'm so ashamed. It's so sad that I'm ashamed at this point to have headphones with a cord. You know, I just feel like people are judging me the way that they look at me at this point. And, you know, I got the dongle because I have a perfectly good pair of beats that are way louder than my bows, by the way. Um, you know, when I'm so they're perfect for when I'm not working out, but I don't want people to see me with the dongle, you know. That, so then I just started using the headphones that came with uh, my phone that I got a couple months ago. And, you know, today it's they got caught in my backpack. It's just freaking embarrassing. So, you know, I got to get back to the bow store or just send them in myself because this is too much. It's just too much. Um, so yeah, that's that's one thing I've been I've been working through at this point. Um, one of the activities that I did these last couple of weeks is I checked out a guy that you know I talk or two guys that I talk about a good bit about on this show, uh, Mark E. Basie and John Bellion. So the problem is, uh, I, you know, I don't have too too much to say about the show uh, because I don't remember too much about the show. Um, that that's what happens, you know. Sometimes you get so excited. Uh, we bought these tickets, I think, in you know, back in 2018. Was very excited to go. So excited that the pregame just got a little too aggressive, and I was fine. I was fine, but the thing was, I was drunk when we got to the venue. So then, when I got to the venue, it was you know one of those everybody like let's just keep it going. We have to get drinks there. Then you find out that they have a beer shot combo. But here's the thing. This is a venue. And Sober Allen, who's very frugal, will have realized that a beer shot combo that's $25 is not a deal. You're just buying two drinks. They're just calling it a combo. But Drunk Happy Allen hears the words beer shot combo and assumes it is a deal and buys multiple beer shot combos. Then later, when the show is over, wakes up in the morning and has to ask someone how the show was. Now, I remember the beginning, but towards the end, it got a little hazy. And I wasn't the only one. We all had a great time. But, you know, I did. I was pretty annoyed because it was something that I was looking forward to for a really good time. But, hey, based on the videos that I watched, um, he killed it. John and Marky killed it. So good for them. But just a word to the wise, um, you know, be sure you know what the word combo means before you just assume it's a deal. Okay. So really the bigger um, or the biggest event that has happened since the last time I hopped on this thing is I had my annual boys trip to Tahoe. You know, well, it's only the second year. You know, last year uh, was the first year. It was a great time. We decided to run it back, added a couple more guys, um, and it was great. You know, got, I don't know if it's considered a cabin, um, you know, a big house in Tahoe, uh, and it, it, it was a great time. It's just funny because, you know, a couple of us have girlfriends when we head up, and I just know that their thoughts in their mind are way worse than the reality of it, right? Like, they're probably thinking... You know, we get strippers and, you know, we're just go, go, go. We're all just, you know, getting after it. When in reality, we're sitting there, I don't know, eight dudes watching golf because it was the British Open uh, amongst a bunch of burping and farting. So much to the so much to the point 
were that we had to just start out regulating each other. Like, hey, come on. Like, I know it's no, it's guys weekend, but can we just chill out a little bit, right? Like, if they only knew what really went down, it's not as scary at all. It's it's just actually pretty disgusting. Okay, um, and it's an open. It was an open, open concept type of living room where the living room kind of fed right into the kitchen. So the whole thing was getting stunk out. Um, and then that was the same place that we had to cook and eat our meals. So, um, you know, that, that was the, the, the part of boys trip that I, I think most people leave out. Okay. Well, especially if you're watching a movie or something like that, the whole thing is just, uh, makes me want to shower right, right now. Um, then also, you know, we had, a couple different cars go up. One of our guys, and, you know, talked about him on the show. Everybody's got a guy in this group that is late to responding to things, uh, will react to things late in the group chat. Um, he's just that guy. And this guy for us, uh, he, he at the very last second decides that he's not coming up. We all went up Thursday night. He came up on Friday. So because we all wanted to, you know, most of us wanted to go up on Thursday because, you know, that's what we paid for. Uh, we had to scrunch pretty tough. We had about, I don't know, felt like eight cases of White Claws uh, in the car. It was not an SUV. It was a car. Four of us, all of our luggage, our golfing bags, um, and we were really, really scrunched. So the whole time we're going up, we're thinking, okay, well, all we got to do is get up here because once our other buddy comes up, um, you know, we'll be able to all – uh, split up and get get back down the mountain and not be scrunched. Well, that was before he showed up in a two-seater Porsche. Uh, yeah. So he shows up in a Porsche straight to golf because we golf Friday morning, didn't even come to the house yet. And we're all just like, dude, what the hell? Like, where is the other vehicle that could fit another human being, you know? Um, but of course, everything is all love when he first shows up. So nobody, we're saying it amongst each other, but we don't say anything to him, you know, until we get going golfing and we're like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? He didn't actually have an answer other than he just felt like driving the Porsche up the mountain. That, that, that was the answer. And it's not a great answer. Um, you know, even though some of the other buddies were like, I mean, I'd want to drive it too. It's like, really keep that same energy when we're all scrunched again on the way down the mountain. Okay, don't forget, don't forget the whole point of this, all right? Um, so then of course, when we go gambling, who's the one that wins the most money? Porsche guy. Of course, Porsche guy leaves with $900, right? Come on. Like there's nothing worse than that. Nothing. Nothing at all, okay? But speaking of gambling, you know, we all did some gambling in Tahoe. First of all, Tahoe Roulette has lost its damn mind. I don't know. They all, I guess because there's only three uh, real casinos, they think that they are all Caesar's Palace. And even at Caesar's Palace, I've seen in, in Vegas, I've seen some dollar chips. For those of you who don't really understand roulette, this is the situation. So, you know, because I've said I, I love roulette. Roulette doesn't love me or hasn't loved me in a couple years since I, you know, had that really good summer in Tahoe and, or sorry, in um, Panama and in 
Vegas. So basically the situation is, and I know everybody has seen it on the movies, you know, or in the movies, but, you know, if you haven't played, essentially you put, you know, there's numbers from zero, there's a zero, there's a double zero, and then it's one through 36. So basically you put your chips on whatever number you think is going to hit. Or, you you know, the lines that are on the table, you can split so it's less of a payout, but you're, you know, covering two numbers or three numbers or, you know, you can do four numbers or a whole row. It just is a less of a payout. So the problem with Tahoe is their chips are worth, it's a, it, they say it's a $100 buy-in, but their chips are worth $5. So sure, if you hit what you win, you know, because it's, uh, the odds are, you know, you win 36 chips if you hit straight on a number. So, sure, if you hit, that's 36 $5 chips. That's a lot of money. That's a great payout. Um, but it's way less, you know, harder odds because you have less chips to cover the table with. When you go to Vegas um, or Reno, you can kind of be there all day because there's just dollar chips. So, I barely played roulette i played the first night lost my money and was just like i i literally can't afford to do this you know we have two more nights here i can't continue to play this game so you know tried to play craps with uh porsche guy uh because he was winning and you know wasn't really rocking like that apparently i wasn't doing it right i I, i'm still trying to figure out craps and i will figure it out eventually somehow i end up uh on the blackjack table And at this point, you know, I've already lost a good bit of money. And, you know, I'm like, okay, I now I'm kind of penny pinching because I just don't want to run out of my gambling money like I did last year when I lost way too much money. So I go to the blackjack table and, you know, I'm playing, I'm playing. I start to lose. I'm like, you know what? I got like maybe 75 bucks left, 50, 75 bucks. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, recoup. It's only like 11, right? And this dude, you know, this white guy is sitting like three three spots away from me. And he's like, hey, uh, why don't you bet this 25? Just bet my 25. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hot right now. And it's always kind of weird, like accepting money, you know, from like another man, right? Or just like a per, another adult in general. Uh, but I'm like, um, at this point, I'm like, screw it. Okay, fine. Let alone the fact that the whole, and I know it's sometimes bad in Vegas too, but the whole free drinks thing is awful in Tahoe. Like, you basically have to beg um, for your drinks. So for those of you who don't know, when you gamble, you're supposed to get free drinks in Nevada. Um, And you just couldn't find them. So really, I'm like, you know what? Let me stay. I didn't even get, I didn't even get um, my free drink yet. And they call it a free drink, but really, whatever you lose, that's what you pay for the drink. You know, so it's really a hundred dollar drink. Um, so I'm like, you know what? Let me sit back down. Of course I sit down. I start winning. I start rolling. You know, I win like 70 bucks and, you know, throughout the course of the blackjack, you know, people just talk and small talk or chit chat or whatever. And as this guy is seeing me start rolling, he knows I, it started with what he gave me and he goes, see, I'm helping you out. I gave you money. I'm like Trump. I'm thinking, look, man, I'm, you know, 
I'm not really in a position. First of all, I don't really know what to say. Second of all, you know, I'm just like, look, I appreciate the 25 you gave me, right? I, you know, um, I was speechless. So basically, I just hoped and prayed that I didn't win that next hand, and I didn't. Um, and I was just like, man, better quit while I'm up, and just left. It was just so, so awkward, you know, because I couldn't tell if, because it just, it, there were just so many layers, and I was not sober enough to, A, even if I was sober enough, the casino is the last place you try to address, like, political differences, right? I, 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 I don't, I, I don't, I prefer not to have political conversations anywhere, um, especially not in a casino. So I didn't really know what to say to begin with. All I could do is thank him uh, for basically the 70 bucks that I won because of him uh, and just keep it moving. Just keep that thing moving. But yeah, uh, Tahoe has lost its dang mind. And I understand that there really isn't anywhere else to go, but it's like, holy moly, man. Um, you know, I don't know who you guys think you are. We could go, you know, to multiple places in Vegas right now that aren't charging like that. But again, nobody is making you gamble. So, I, you know, I kind of played back and forth with this last part of the boys trip and whether I wanted to uh, bring it up or not. But I decided this is my podcast. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. So uh, really the highlight of the trip was my trip. Uh, no pun intended, but yes, I took mushrooms for the first time. And it's funny when I'm telling people this story, um, you know, I think people like myself sometimes just read headlines and don't really know what they mean. Like I went to my friend and I was like, yo, like I did, I did uh, shrooms for the first time, but it's all good. Like it's legal now, you know, especially like in Oakland. So it's popping. And he's like, no, my guy, it's not legal. It's decriminalized. So that means you can't get like time for it but it's not legal like weed i was like right right yeah no no yeah no, no, i knew that i knew it wasn't legal i'm just saying like you said like i can't get in trouble you know um but anyway yeah so i did it for the first time didn't do a lot uh i guess according to the the amount that i was given compared to like what other people were doing um and i'm gonna be honest it was it was cool, man. It was cool. It was basically just like, you know how everyone has those jokes about edibles and how just when you think the edible is not hitting, it hits really hard. Um, it's really, it, it's like a really strong edible, but it just kind of stays there. It doesn't go, you know, up or down. It's like you get to where you get to your level, right? And you just kind of chill right there. You just kind of chill and you basically just like want to listen to music um, and just like look at nature. It was great. You know, I don't think I didn't do enough to, you know, see Mickey Mouse or any of that. Um, but yeah, you know, so it was a lot more chill than I think I thought it would be. And if you're in a situation, and especially being in Tahoe, like such a beautiful place, we went to the beach. So I'm just sitting there just like looking at this ocean and I got in the water. I'm like, water feels so good. So, so good. Um, so it was great, man. It was great. It is funny though, as like we're getting older and like these drugs are changing in their perception. You know, I had a buddy 
you know, uh, tell me. I was just asking, like, how, you know, his weekend was. And he's like, yeah, I did acid for the first time. You know, it's a lot more mellow than people think. And I just feel like I, I'm not sure if we're, like, heading down this slope of, like, you know, uh, mushrooms. You know, it's whatever. Acid. It's whatever. Like, pretty soon it's just like, crack. You know, it's got a bad rap, but <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. It's like, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to temper uh, how 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 far this thing goes but you know at the same time approaching 30 like I am uh you know I've gone through a lot of my life not doing certain things so um you know as you get older you start to realize hey I'm not going to be here forever and you know I think I'm to the point where I'm pretty safe in my life I don't think um I don't think anything terrible is going to happen based on trying this or trying that so um, yeah, it's more of that, that, that place in my life where I'm like, Hey, you know, I just want to try different stuff. Why not? Why not? You know, you only got one life to live. And I think when, as you see your twenties fading away, that's kind of how, um, that's how I feel. And it's probably how other people feel too, you know, especially people that have lived uh, a certain type of way. Now, if you were doing this stuff in high school, um, I don't know where you get to once you get to 30, but you know, for people like me that were closer to the square and then not it's kind of like okay like my squareness got me to a good spot now i kind of want to see what else is out there um so i would i would recommend it if you are a fan of edibles um and you have you know don't have much to do just kicking it and you can look at wilderness or you know i didn't really watch any tv or anything like that but um it was cool man it was cool so that was definitely the dopest part of um of the trip for sure but yeah you know speaking of kind of these drugs being normalized it's pretty funny because i'm to the point now where i have certain friends that either work at dispensaries or just are like very um smart potheads if you will like smart as in like they know everything about weed and and now like the way everything is broken down um you know they're, they're, they're it's almost like alcohol it's like 20 percent cbd 20 percent THC, you know, 40%, all this stuff. And I honestly, when I, when I smoke with some of my friends, like I have, I feel like I have to like study because it's getting to the point where, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hang out. He'll be like, well, what do you want to roll it in? I'm like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll roll, you know, I'll roll it in whatever, you know, whatever. Then when, then when we kick it, you know, it's like, well, I have this type of weed. It's 20% CBD, 80% THC. But this type of weed, which is a strand of the last weed, um, is only 14% THC, but it's mostly CBD. So it's more chill. So which one are you in the mood for? And I'm like, dude, whichever one isn't going to make me fall asleep immediately would be my guess. Or think that the world is going to end at any point in time somewhere between there is is kind of what I'm looking for then while we're walking then while we're walking there he offers me the vape pen before we smoke the blunt I'm like dude if I hit that before the blunt I'm passing out uh on the lake you know what I mean I'm probably going to fall in you know um once once we started once we started rolling uh we started you know, thinking about how many people probably fall in the lake per year, I would definitely have been one of those people if I hit the vape and then tried to smoke a blunt right after. So it's home, like at this point, I feel like I need to read up on weed and, you know, really be 
more educated when I smoke with some of my friends because there's no more like bad weed out there. There's there there isn't I don't even think there is anymore uh, because everything is legal unless people are just growing it themselves because they're cheap or something. I don't know. Um, so it's wild, man. It's wild. You know, you know what else is wild? They're back. They're back. If if anybody has been listening to this podcast for a while, you know why we left our past apartment. And I'm starting to think, you know, it might be it might be me. It might be us because uh, the reason we left our last apartment, well, in part in that it just wasn't that nice, uh, was that we had a situation where a sliding uh, inside it was a very old building so it had like a pocket door and the pocket door slid open so the uh, uh, above the pocket door just went to the great beyond we have no clue so basically one day we're just chilling you know watching remember the titans we'll never forget and we just see a rat tail drop down into our apartment and pop right back up it was gone uh we freaked out i grabbed my baseball bat i didn't know what i was gonna do but um, it never came back, but we immediately started apartment searching and w- was, were gone immediately uh, or as soon as we could leave and the lease was over. Um, so, you know, we have this outside patio at the new apartment and, you know, the first couple times we saw like a mouse here, there, all you know, and then we saw a rat all running along the fence So what it seems like is where our sliding door opens, where when you open it, we have the little patio and then that the fence that divides our apartment from uh, the neighbors who have a full house or an actual house. So what we're seeing is that fence, like right where that is, these ratatouilles are stopping basically right where our door is, you know, on the fence and going down into something um, on our neighbor's side. So, look, I just finished watching Stranger Things season three. So if anybody has seen that, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not about these rats. Like, they're all going to one place. And I don't know what to do because it seems like the owner is, you know, a real elderly woman Um, who probably doesn't care, and there's also a part of me that thinks she might be feeding them. So I don't know what to do. Um, It's not a huge deal because, obviously, they're not trying to get in. They're they're trying – they're just kind of – it's kind of like their railroad path, right, and we're just watching them go back and forth. But also, you know, we wanted to put a table out there. You know, you pay two grand for a place, and you can't even utilize all of it because – uh, the neighbor next door is, you know, feeding these rats, whatever the hell she's doing. So that's a little upsetting. And I'm not really sure what to do. You know, we talked to our landlord. He said he put traps up. But the problem is they're not, you know, they, wherever they're coming from, they're just trying to get to that spot. It's not like they're trying to kick it around the apartment. We just happen to be living right next to like their mothership. So it sucks. And you know, I'll get into this a little bit later, but please stop. But um, and our rent just went up. You know, people think that Oakland is rent controlled and Oakland is rent controlled just to the point where they can't wake up one day and change our rent completely. But they can raise it. I think it's about five percent um, every year, which isn't a small percentage because of what we're already paying, you know. Um, so it's a little ridiculous. It's a little ridiculous. But I'll get into that later. Um Okay, 
It's been a while since I've done a review of a restaurant, so I want to do a review of uh, this place called Moi in Oakland. Okay, it's a pretty it's it's an interesting it's an interesting place because people dress up for it, right? Like, but also some people don't, so it's kind of just all over the place in a way. But then when you look at the prices, um, it, it's clear that it's supposed to be a nice place, right? Or that that's what they're that's what they're basing it on. Um, so. Me and my girlfriend got into a little tiff before we got there or when we got there because when we were we went to a brewery, we were just chilling. And you know, you know me, like it feels like I haven't gotten paid in like two months. So I'm just struggling. I'm just trying to get to payday. And I was like, look, you know, I thought we were on the same page, right? When it when it came to that. Um, but to be fair, I brought up moi, but I said there are no prices. So on the uh, website, so we get there, and it, there wasn't a there wasn't a dinner entree under twenty bucks. Not I think the burger may have been eighteen, and I'm assuming it probably didn't even have cheese on it. Um, so it was pretty ridiculous. It was pretty ridiculous. So now I have to uh, judge them based on how much I paid. I think my entree was. I think it was like 23 between 23 and 25 bucks. So I feel like an idiot just because I got catfish, which I believe is like not that expensive of a fish. So the, you know, from watching Restaurant Impossible and Bar Rescue, they're making bank off of these off of these uh entrees if, you know, they're anything anything like mine, right? But it was good. It was good, you know, again, it's just the fact that when you're paying over 25 bucks for something, it's like, I want to leave full. And we got an appetizer. We got wings. The wings were good. They, of course, in classic uh, foofy, foofy city fashion, uh, even though we were in the town, it's basically, you could have just dropped it in San Francisco and put classic foofy fashion. They didn't cut the wings. So the wings were hella big. Uh, the sauce was good. Don't get me wrong. Their wings were good, but we got that. Uh, then got our entrees, and an hour and a half later, I was looking in our fridge for food. So, price or sorry, food wise, it wasn't bad. It's just one of those overpriced overpriced spots that, you know, um, I, to be fair, I think that it's not really built for two people. I think because they have a really long list of shared plates, they don't call them appetizers. They call them, you know, shared plates and those are in the teens. So I think you're supposed to show up with like four or five people and just get a bunch of shared plates. Um, I don't think the experience is really built for, you know, a dinner between two people. So I'm going to be fair there. Well, with, with, with what I had food wise, um, I would probably give it an eight, eight and a half. But because of the price, I'm going to have to go to seven. Right. Because like I always tell people, I am completely fine with, um, you know, paying the expensive prices if I feel that it was worth it. And I don't really feel that it was worth it. The best deal that they actually had on the menu was what I got. It was a flight of whiskey for fifteen dollars. So basically five dollars shots, uh, three five dollars shots of different whiskeys. 
Um, that obviously I sipped. I didn't take a shot like a maniac, even though I, I wanted to. So, of course, by the time I was done drinking those, um, I completely forgot about the prices. So at the time, I didn't care. Now that I'm sober again, uh, yeah, I would say that I would roll up. And, and that's kind of what we noticed. We were There weren't a lot of just two-person tables there. It was a lot of um, groups. So I would say... Take a take a take a stab at the shared plates and you know let me know how it goes at the at the underscore styles file styles with an I that's on Twitter and Instagram. So let me know what you think. Um you know, another thing we've been having to deal with in the apartment is uh, everybody knows my beloved Shasta. Uh, you know, the cat we got back in December. You know, she's been uh She's been having some digestive problems, right? And, you know, we've tried different foods before. She clearly likes this one that we get for her every time. And it's just, it's just kind of, it's just kind of funny because, like I said, growing up, you know, I just had a pet salamander and a um that and, and that was it. I didn't have a dog or a cat. So all this stuff I'm like still getting used to. So basically, she does this thing where if she's not done. If she tried to finish going number two and she didn't, she'll be walking around and just drop on her butt and not use her uh, back paws and just pull herself around on her front paws. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And then when she gets up, you see poop hanging from her butt. So she basically there's poop streaks all around the apartment. Um, so it smelled awful. We had to. We had to clean that up. Then we thought we got it all. She hops on the blanket, on the couch. Now the blanket smells like poop. Um, So these are just the joys of having a pet. I had no clue. This is what I was getting into. I thought they just hop in the the litter box, do their thang thang, and just be out. I was like, I'm not getting a dog, so I don't need to clean up any poop. And uh, lo and behold, doesn't really matter. I don't think it matters what type of pet you get. At some point, you're going to have to clean up some poop. So that's just a word. To the wise, maybe people, I think a lot of people knew that besides me, but uh, yeah, oh, I know it now. I know it now. Okay, time to get into some sports, okay? Um, and before I get into the pro sports, I'm going to get into rec sports, which is I'm talking about the YMCA of Embarcadero where I've been going for, I mean, it might be going on probably four years now. Um, and what's been happening is... There's a guy at the gym who comes somewhat often, not every day, and he brought, you know, when you're to the point, like, you know, being late 20s, I have no clue how old anybody else is. I used to think it was just with women. Now I'm realizing it's just with any, everyone in general. I have no clue how old anybody is. Um, even the kids. I, I don't know if you're 11 or 7. I don't know. Um, so anyway, this guy... He rolls up to the gym and he brought in like a solid seven, eight other people, right? And for some reason, you know, we're like so many people go to the have been going to this gym for a while. We have like a core group. We have a group te- group chat. Uh, we have we have it all. So they roll up, and I guess just because it was their first time, we decided to be nice. And basically, they were run- when I showed up, they were running the court, right? Um. And basically, they were even when they won, they were just swapping people out. And that's not really how this works. You know, you're supposed to sign your name up or keep your same five like the other guys that 
weren't playing with you should just sign up and play with other people. Uh, they were just subbing people in and out, and we weren't saying anything. So eventually, we beat them. Um, this was the first time they showed up. And they're really good. They're really good. Uh, but the thing is, they're playing with a five that they have handpicked. Meanwhile, we're, you know, we have random teams because that's how the rules typically go. But we thought, you know, I think a lot of us thought deep down, okay, they're just stopping by. So they showed up again this week. And not only did they show up, they showed up with more people and a crowd. They had, they brought about 15 people, um, maybe 20, and about 7 to 10 of them weren't even playing. They were just here to, like, cheer them on. Um, I felt like I was in an AAU game. You know, it was like there was people all around. People were screaming. It, it was crazy. Now, I, I, I played pretty well. I will say I held my own. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get the W, but we now, us as a collective group, the, uh, you know, the usuals, uh, that go to the gym now we're like okay well if they show up again we're either gonna have to create our own super team or we're just gonna have to tell them that you guys just got to sign up like everybody else and the thing is the problem with creating the super team is that people just aren't very even if they are self-aware everyone is still there to play so the guys that aren't very good how are we gonna tell them yo you have to sit because we want to get these guys off the court. Because then, either way, when they get on the court, they're going to lose to either team anyway. So, if I were one of them, and some people probably think I am one of them, depending on how good I play on a certain day, it's kind of like, well, no. Because even if you guys beat them, it's like, sure, it's like, yeah, this is our gym. But then you're just going to beat us anyway, and now I've just waited an extra game and the same result has happened. So it's going to be very interesting. I will keep everybody posted on um, how that progresses. Um, like I said, you know, if they just keep coming, I just think we just got to tell them you got to play by the rules. You know, you're going to get on some bad teams. And if you don't like it, leave. You know, uh, this is this is the situation uh, th that we work with. And we're not, you know, we let you go by the first two times. Turns out one of these guys plays like division one basketball. Uh, so it's like, this just isn't, is not fair to anyone really concerned. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my why drama going on. Uh, had to let everybody know about that, but yeah, getting into the pro sports, the giants, the giants, man, the giants, um, it's crazy how bad they were doing that even with how hot they've been, they're just now at 500. Like, like it took all this just to get to 500. But yeah, talking about Bumgarner, I actually misspoke. Today, I believe, is the trade deadline. Um, and this is July 31st, just in case I don't get this out until tomorrow or maybe even Friday, depending on what I got going on. Uh, and Bumgarner is still a giant. Um, they believe they lost earlier this week. And I mean, I mean I'm going to be honest. It's, it's nice, and I know it's Bochy's last year. And look, we had Kerry Crowley, writer for the Giants, come on this, come on this show uh, a couple weeks back. And at that time, the Giants were nowhere near the playoff picture, and they have had a good run. But even just from, you know, watching, like, MLB whip around, when I'm looking at all these National League records, 
the Giants are still a little bit behind, and I don't know. You know, uh, you could get some good stuff for Gum for Bumgarner at this point. So they really they're really kind of stuck in a pickle. And if I know the Giants, I think that they will hold on to Bumgarner, just because I, if it wasn't Bochy's last year, I don't think they would. But because it is, I think they are going to try to make this playoff push. And I don't know if they're going to get it, man. I don't know if they're going to get it. You know, uh, of course, I want them to. And it's even cool just them being competitive, right? Uh, I know they play the A's a couple times uh, in the next coming weeks. That'll be really exciting because the A's are doing good as well. So that it's all really exciting. But when you really boil it down and you still look at this, you still look at this roster, um, Pablo Sandoval being your three hitter for how much, you know, we all love Panda, That that's probably just not going to get it done. So if the goal is just to maybe get to the playoffs, I get it, but I don't think anyone can sit there and say that, um, you know, they could legitimately win the World Series. Although, you know, all the three years that they won, they were never the favorites. We all knew that they had certain pieces um, that could do it. I, I, I would just be really surprised if – if they get into the playoffs, a and if they make any type of push, so. Uh, but but with that being said, I don't think they they get rid of Madison Bumgarner, uh, just because it's Bochy's last year. And if they did, that's clearly telling everyone we're coasting. And um, you know, to some to some degree, to to every degree, really, Bochy does deserve better than that. Uh, he he brought the he brought the city three championships. He brought the the franchise you know three championships. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of unfolds. But my guess is that Bumgarner stays put. Okay. Last segment. It's been a while. It's been a long time since I left you. But now please stop his back. So let me step you. Okay. It's time for the fan favorite. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Not letting people complain. Look, I understand if my complaining annoys you. If it does, just leave. But if you're going to stay, don't stop my complaining. At work, I'll complain, man, I'm going to be 30 soon. It's going to suck. You know, it's really going to suck. Someone hops in. Man, I'd love to be 30 again. I'm sure you would, Tim, but no one's talking to you, okay? Right now, I'm complaining about my age. If you want a platform to complain about yours, fine, but don't stop mine, okay? You know, like I've said, very, very lucky. You know, the company I work at, we get lunch provided to us. But, you know, sometimes, that's the thing, sometimes... It's not very good. And there's nothing wrong with that. I can complain that the lunch is, isn't good even though it's provided for us, you know? I'll be at the table. Man, this lunch sucks today. It just sucks. Someone's got to hop in. You know, there's plenty of people that would love to eat that. They really would. I'm like, really? Really? You know, first of all, what does that have to do with the fact that I think the food sucks? Is that supposed to make the food taste better? What is that supposed to do for me? Why, why are you saying that? And second of all, I've dealt with plenty of people that um, you would have thought needed food, right? I, I told people about situations in Philly where my buddy hopped into a 7-Eleven, got an exercise to pizza for this guy that was hanging out in front of 7-Eleven, 
tried to give it to him. The guy said, I like pepperoni. What you got to say about that, Stacy? huh? What you got to say about that, okay? Nothing. So let me complain, all right? Please stop. When I try to complain about Bart, you know, which is the, the most frustrating one for me because no, everybody thinks Bart's bad. Everybody. You know, I just say Bart, when it comes to big cities, has got to be the worst form of public transportation. It, it just has to be. It just has to be, you know? Someone chimes in. Well, you know, at least, at least you have a way to get from point A to point B. You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know what? You're right. I'm so, I should be so thankful that I get to go from point A to point B that I shouldn't care that it smells like urine and feces in every other car. I shouldn't care that it's 100 degrees in every car, which causes most of the medical emergencies. I shouldn't care that I'm actually surprised when the train arrives on time. You're so correct. No, you're not. Shut the hell up and let me complain. Bart sucks and everybody knows it, okay? They keep on raising their prices and all we've seen is three new trains that are almost always going to Richmond. And one of those trains shut down in the middle of a tunnel and people had to walk off and hang out with the Ninja Turtles and Ratatouille and walk to their next stop. But I shouldn't complain. I should be grateful that yesterday I had to walk from 12th instead of 19th because someone was spraying random people with pepper spray. You're right. I'm so thankful. So please stop not letting people complain about what they want to complain about. Let them get it off their chest. For the love of everything that is good and right in this world, let them get it off their chest, okay? Also, I I don't even know how to approach this one. Please stop. Just please stop this whole rent thing. You know, when you think about the rent thing, uh, crisis actually, in San Francisco and in Oakland, the whole thing is it doesn't just affect where you live. This is what I'm getting to, okay? Black barbershops... I'm leaving paying $40. I've never paid that before, okay? Never. Now, I'm, now, now I feel old for what I'm about to say. When I was growing up, 25 bucks. 25 bucks with the tip included, okay? Now, I, I can't tell if it's that these places, you know, these barbershops are just losing their mind because it's not just the black barbershops, right? Um, the barbershops in the city, all of them, Okay. Uh, some the barbershops in the city start at fifty dollars, and then they don't even know. Like I try to explain to them what what like a cleanup is. It's like, hey, I just want to get cleaned up. I'm not actually getting a haircut. Like, what is the price for that? And they don't know what to say. They're just still gonna charge you fifty dollars. It's like, and then all these hipster places. Look, I don't want a Pabst Blue Ribbon and a shot of Well whiskey with my haircut. I just want a haircut. That's less than $30. Like, that's all I want, all right? You can return the six-pack, return the 12-pack, and just give me a normal freaking haircut, okay? How hard is that? It's affecting everything. Maybe that's why moi is so expensive, because of the overhead. They got to pay the rent. They got to pay a rent at these places, all right? Like I said, Oakland isn't exempt from any type of rent raises. They just can't do the crazy ones like certain parts of San Francisco. So this whole renting 
is losing it. I'm to the point where it's been a good run. Sure, I like going out. Like I said, I'm going to be 30 soon. It's time to just move to the suburbs, honestly. I Because I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. And then you go back to the Ratatouilles running around the fence. I can't even enjoy all the amenities at my now $2,000 apartment. So please stop. Everyone is saying that the bubble might burst soon. Well, it can't come soon enough because I can't do this anymore. I haven't got a haircut in three months. You know why? Not because I like my hair long, because I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Okay? So please stop. I don't know how it how it can stop, whatever the case may be. Or maybe I just need to get really good at craps and win this win more than 900 bucks so I can stop caring about money altogether. Huh? I gotta have a good weekend in Reno and Tahoe just to afford a haircut or to take my girl out on a nice date. And God dang it, when is payday? The first can't come soon enough. Hopefully by the time I put this out, I'll have more money in my pocket, okay? So please stop. This rent thing is nuts. I'm about to move to Wisconsin and call it a day. Whew. Like I said, I had a lot to get off my chest. You've been listening to The Styles Files. As always, I am your wonderful host, Alan Styles. And until next time, everyone, have a great weekend. Enjoy the summer. Go hiking. It's free. Be sure to hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore Styles Files, Styles with an I. I also got that Facebook page, The Styles Files. Throw me a like, throw me a follow. I like and follow back. You know I do. And until next time, have a great weekend, everyone. Be safe. Be well, be wise. Peace.